Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Care Patrol of Connecticut in New York is your number one partner for securing safe senior living options and navigating the senior care continuum. Their services are at no cost to you, and they guide you through the entire process. Visit www.carepatrolct.com for details. And joining us now, keeping up the conversation of talking about Westport this morning. Hello and welcome back to the show. Joining us now is Mark Shanahan, who has very exciting plans for the Westport Country Playhouse. He's taking up the baton after the resignation of Mark Lamos after a long time with the Playhouse. Mark Shanahan has his work cut out for him. The Playhouse has made no secret of the fact that their financial situation could be a little bit better than it's been. And he's taking it to our entire Fairfield County and beyond community tonight with a script in hand play reading. He's going to tell us all about it. Mark Shanahan, welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show this morning. Hello. Hello. Thank you, Lisa. I'm glad to be here. I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Uh, it's really a pleasure. I'm looking forward to meeting you in person and uh, hand yeah, in hand yeah. walking towards a, a great new chapter of the Playhouse. Well, let's Absolutely. begin a little bit with what are you doing tonight? What's happening tonight? Well, tonight we have a script in hand play reading of a wonderful play by Kate Fodor called 100 Saints You Should Know, starring uh, Tony Award winners uh, Celia Keenan-Folger and Deborah Monk and an incredible cast. It's a really beautiful play. Our script in hand series is such a, a loyal following. We get uh, at a great price, a reasonable price. We get people to come in the theater and always pack them in with 500 more. And we just get the best actors for these one-day affairs where the actors will be here in about uh, half an hour, and we get five hours to rehearse on stage. And then tonight, we put it up in front of an appreciative crowd. And uh, this play should be really moving. We've had a lot of good success this year with some murder mysteries, some comedies, some some music and the script in hand series. But tonight, we get this sort of touching drama, which I think people will really love. Are people Absolutely. sitting at a, pl- at a table like reading love letters, or are they... Blocked ah, out right. and walking the stage a little bit, even though the script is in hand, you can't expect them to memorize the lines that quickly. How does it look? No, but it's so 
it's so funny that some of you know these actors you get actors who bring all the experience in the world with them and sometimes people tell me my god they were off book oh i can't believe it no they were holding their scripts right there we put our, our our actors up on the stage at music stands they have a binder with a script and uh and some light and you know we move from music stand to music stand but it's really simple and really a lot of audience members tell me it feels like uh a radio drama that they uh, imagine the sets, the costumes, the lighting and the sound in their mind. And even on Elisa, sometimes people have come up to me and said, oh, we love that production of Dracula or something. And I say, no, that was just a reading. But they remember it as a, a production because they see it all in their minds. And the people who love to come to these readings just love it for that actually bare bones uh, 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 effort, putting uh, great actors on stage with a great script. That's wonderful. Well, you do have two yeah. magnificent women coming tonight. I saw Deborah Monk a thousand years ago in Pump Boys and Dinettes, oh, which sure. was wow. one of my great evenings in the theater, I want you to know. I, I, I know. really I know. adored her in that. And Celia she's Keenan, such a girl. Yeah. She's amazing. She's amazing. And Celia Keenan-Bolger, she was in that Peter Pan one. What was the name of that? Never oh, Peter and the Starcatcher. Yeah. That's it. I saw her in that, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She was Peter great in that. Yeah. yeah. I've worked with Celia a bunch. You know, that uh, she was also a Tony winner for To Kill a Mockingbird on Broadway. And both uh, Celia and Deborah, uh, I believe, appeared together on, um, on The Gilded Age on HBO. So audiences oh. know them. I saw Deborah Monk years ago. On Broadway and Redwood Curtain. I mean, she is uh, really uh, just one of the most extraordinary actors. It's such an incredible thing that the Playhouse can put out a call and get this quality and the caliber of actor to come be on our stage so so often. It's just amazing. We're going to hear more about Mark Shanahan and his background and what he hopes to bring to his create to his creative. <laughs> position as the leader, the creative leader of the Westport Country Playhouse. In just a moment, stick around. You're listening to the Lisa Wexler Show on WICC, 203-333-9422. We will be right back. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. And welcome back to the show. Mark Shanahan is with us now. He is the fair new leader of the Westport Country Playhouse, which since 1931 has given us extraordinary evenings in the theater for a very, very long time. And tonight, A Hundred Saints You Should Know is the script in hand reading for a modest entry fee. You can go and have a marvelous time. I know a lot of people who really enjoyed this series. But Mark, this is my first chance to get to know you a little bit. Can yeah, you yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about what has brought you to this position? In other words, who have you been in the theater? An actor, a director, a writer, a triple threat? Talk to us about it. <laughs> I appreciate the question. Um, 
I first arrived at the Playhouse uh, nearly 20 years ago as an actor in a play called Journey's End about World War One, And I stuck around. I was very happy to, to be invited back quite often as an actor in a, a lot of some of the most wonderful productions I was a part of. And then I continued on through the invitation of my friend Annie Keefe, who started the Script in Hand series as curator of the Script in Hand series. And uh, eventually, not only have I directed, but also been a, a writer on some projects here. I work at theaters all around the country and in New York and even abroad in London uh, recently. But Westport and the Playhouse have always felt like a great home to me, some of the best people I've ever known. And it's not only because I get to work here, but also I love to sit in the audience and take in the play and be an audience member. Something about this place that has always felt warm, gracious, and terrific. And this audience is demanding. They'll let you know if they don't like something. I've stood on the train platform before and had people walk up to me and say, we love this one. We didn't like that one. And I think it's great that they're demanding. And I'm pretty demanding, too, as an audience member here. Mark Shanahan, who do you think your audience is for the Westport Playhouse right now? Who is the audience? That's a great, that's a great question. I mean, we see it all around the country right now where theaters are, are running into trouble and um, hitting pause on their seasons and trying to figure themselves out. I think Westport has a loyal audience because the Playhouse has been here so long. And we can't ignore that loyal audience, the audience that has been coming here. And they'll tell me on the porch on their way in or out of the theater how they have been coming here since their parents or grandparents have, uh, mm-hmm. have taken them. And I think those are audience members that we definitely have to keep and cater to and make sure that they want to bring their kids or grandchildren to this theater. And at the same time, we also have to find some ways to reach out to people who've never been to the theater before. I mean, for a lot of people, it's it's an expense. For a lot of people, it's something that they're not used to. And we still have to find ways to reach out, let them know that it's here, and let them know that they're welcome, too. And so I think we need a mix of longtime people who are part of this community, who want a place to be together, to come and feel communal and say hello to their friends and sit on the porch or in the house at their favorite seats and still find a way to be together after a long time where staying at home and uh, not coming out during the pandemic was something they got used to. But I also think we need to find ways to reach out to new audience members to keep it growing. And does that mean that, uh, so what does that mean in terms of creative scheduling? Because one of the criticisms that has been leveled at the Playhouse was that that some of the selections were, maybe they had individual artistic merit, but they didn't bring in audiences. Yeah, I think I, I think that a lot of theaters have been talking about that same thing in terms of programming. Uh, and you're right. A lot of these shows uh, are, have great artistic merit. How do we appeal to a larger, um, a larger swath of people? I'll, I'll put it to you this way. I, uh, I make no, mis- no apologies for loving a good comedy. I make no apologies for mm. uh, doing something that might feel a little popular. And then there's always room to take uh, a risk or a chance on something once you get people coming in and feeling like they, they know how much they love coming here mm-hmm. to do something a little more unusual now and then. I see in script in hand all the time. We do things that, as I say, an Agatha Christie might sell out very easily. And you do a couple of those and people are happy to take a chance on something right. they don't know. But we have to I keep... See letting people know that it's great to come in here, that this, that we're always going to serve them up our best effort and also try and give them something they love to be present for. Mark Shanahan, when I first came to Westport, the yeah. schedule, the schedule for the playhouse was every two weeks, another show oh, like real summer stock yeah. a week. Is that yeah. your ambition to get back to that? 
Well, I wish we could in some ways. The fear is different now. I mean, that was back when it was part of the circuit that included the K Playhouse and the Ungunquit Playhouse. And uh, back in the day, in the heyday of that circuit, uh, these producers would get, would get together and create a little tour that would go to all these theaters. And that's why you could have such quick turnover. Uh, I see. In and out. Now the Westport Country Playhouse is a Lord Theater. We have uh, certain standards of, of pay with our unions that we want to make sure that we have really high-quality, excellent theater. And it takes a little bit longer. But that said, Lisa, you know, one of our ambitions and something that the board has, has put in place uh, starting earlier this summer that I think is really working out really well is to have more going on at the Playhouse. And that doesn't just mean full production. We are having Manchester come to a concert next week. We have... Uh, I couldn't uh, wait, Mark. I, I couldn't hear you, Mark. Who's oh, coming next week? I, yeah. I couldn't hear. Mandy Patinkin is coming to do a concert. Oh, next I week. read that. It's so exciting. Isn't that great? I know oh, it is goodness. exciting. And then this Friday we have a cocktail party uh, out here at the, at the smaller space in the barn with some Broadway music and a reading by Larry Maslin from his new book. I'll drink to that about Broadway and cocktails. We have uh, coming up in October uh, a play that we're putting in called First Lady of Song, a tribute to Ella Fitzgerald. And we're about to announce a holiday play for December that is family friendly for people to bring their kids and grandchildren to as well, uh, as well as uh, a lot of other concerts and, and readings. And the idea is if we get a lot more programming in here, then there's always something when you go on the website or wondering on a Friday night what's going on coming up in the, in the weekend or in the week at the Playhouse, that there's always something here. And I think that we're having some success, not only raising the money to do it, but also getting some great things that people are saying, we want to come. We want to come see that. Uh, we want to have more reasons and opportunities to come to the Playhouse. And so that's uh, one of the ways in which we're doing it. It took a while because, remember, it wasn't until Joanne Woodward revamped the place that it even right. was habitable in the winter months. It was always I summer <laughs> only. I mean, that's I what it was. And so I think it took a long time for the community to recognize, even though it, it's a heated venue in the winter, there's still a reason to walk in there in the winter. You know what I mean? Because yeah. in the habit of many people, it was summer theater, summer theater, summer theater. That's right. And now we do have the opportunity to have year-round programming and a reason, particularly on a, a fall night or a winter evening, for people to huddle together in the theater and what better place to be. Joanne Woodward really did um, spearhead that effort. Uh, the great actor James Naughton recently was telling us all how back when he was doing Our Town with Paul Newman here, you could actually see the daylight on a matinee coming through the, the uh, wood in the walls here at the Playhouse and following the renovation. I mean, it's just a, a world-class, beautiful, wonderful place to come and sort of sit in the, sit in the audience and uh, even take in some of the history of the place by looking at the posters from the last nearly 100 years that the Playhouse has been in operation. I saw that production with Paul Newman. Yeah, it was amazing, yeah. actually. It was incredible. It? Yeah. Oh, beyond. We're chatting with Mark Shanahan. Well, that, that's all very exciting, Mark. Are you going to be living locally if you don't already? Are you going to be making your personal life around here, too? I just got off the, the train. I, though I live in Manhattan, uh, I have the good uh, fortune of having enough people up here who are saying we have the extra room, so I do find myself spending a little a little more time here in Westport uh, in, in uh, bedrooms of friends, uh, even though I'm doing the reverse commute. Well, we used to be one of the houses that had the actors, uh, which oh, I yeah. love doing. Yeah. You remember that? I don't know yeah. if you still do that, but it was really fun. Well, I've been one of those actors, absolutely. So I, I was going to say, so you're welcome. Listen, you're welcome to come to Shea Wexler anytime, too. I love hosting hey. the actors here. I have be careful what you offer. I just might take you up on that. It's okay <laughs> with me, Mark Shanahan. It really is. I'm rooting for... 
the Playhouse. Uh, and, you know, Thank our you, show, Lisa. our show is, is very happy to be able to promote whatever it is you've got going because I can't see the future of my beautiful town without a thriving Playhouse, to tell you the truth. Thanks, Lisa. We will do our very best to make sure that it's here, not just for us, but uh, for future generations. It just it seems incomprehensible to think of a world without the Playhouse. So we'll do I, our I best. Agree. All right. Well, good luck tonight at Script in Hand. You got it. Uh, I'm sure Thank it's going you. to be a great success. Everybody go and see it. Mark Shanahan, thanks so much for being with us on the show today. Thanks, Lisa. We do appreciate it. Okay. My pleasure. We'll be right back with more of the Lisa Wexler Show. Stay tuned. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at Lisa at LisaWexler.com.